Hey there, busy mama. I got you. No need to worry. I did the homework for you. As your wellness concierge, I'll connect you to greater health and guide you to be fully alive and well. I'm a former Navy nurse and lactation consultant turned homeschool mama, focusing my love of education and health and wellness toward helping others. I don't even pretend to have it all together, and I'm totally okay with that. I can keep it real. I'm here for encouragement, sharing my voice and my journey, and to have fun. And just maybe a little learning, too. Here, you'll find education, empowerment, and authenticity on a weekly basis. I am your host, Stacy Myers, the Hot Mess Homeschooler. Welcome to the podcast. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about space. No, not aliens and outer space, but space in terms of giving ourselves room. Many of you may have remembered that I did over the past spring and into early summer, a health and wellness program that was faith-based. And it was really incredible. And in fact, even though it was 12 weeks long, like I am still unpacking lessons from that. Um, I shared a few things, you know, with y'all that I was learning and processing. And this is one of them. And this was probably my biggest takeaway out of the whole program. When we first began, they encouraged us to sit with, um, they had nine pillars and we had to, you know, pray about it and sit with them and really consider like, where did we feel God was calling us to work on? I did pray and I didn't really feel an answer one way or the other, but I kind of, I think, inserted my own will and was like, nope, I'm here for nutrition and functional movement, which would be like exercise and moving your body. That's the biggest one I struggle with, staying consistent. And, you know, that was a challenge for me. So I naturally assumed that this is what I was going to need to work on. As we went through the whole program, though, you know, there was so many different like gold nuggets and of truth and so many different takeaways and all these things that I should and could and need to be adding into my days and weeks. Um, but not all at once, obviously, it's a it's a journey and a process. The leaders of the program specifically said, you know, what you think you may come here with needing to work on may be different than what God is calling you to and what actually needs to happen. And, you know, again, took that with a grain of salt. But really, when we got to the pillar of space, I thought, what is this? This is so weird. And it turns out that this is what God was calling me for to get the most out of this program. So I wanted to unpack this whole concept a little bit more, um, what that may look like in your life, because it was just something that I think it's flitted around the fringes of different things that I've learned, but I didn't really consider it as one big topic, if that makes sense. So giving yourself space is like really giving yourself the capacity 
to be more fully alive in the sense that you're making room and allowing time. So it's giving distance to certain things, allowing yourself to stretch out, roll around in different possibilities and discoveries, not just staying a comfortable little ball, right? Like we were designed and need room to grow and stretch ourselves if we're going to continue to get better and eventually like, you know, be living our best lives. So what does this mean? How does this look like? Um, It's making room and time for ideas to come and then letting things percolate, like breaking down the thoughts and plans to assimilate them in your life, right? So me, I can be a very, not impulsive, I'm a decisive person. So like when I get something in my head and I'm like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I'm going to do, I'm ready to act on it. Or if, you know, I look around and I'm like, this needs to be done, I'm ready to just move because I'm a doer also. But sometimes those thoughts and ideas serve me better If I back up a little bit, kind of let things go on in the background and be open to considering different ways, and then it's like, oh, this is how it could all work best. You know, like those connections are formed in the back of my mind. Does that make sense? It also is, again, it's opening yourself up to different possibilities and freeing your mind to consider different ways instead of just the one way you initially thought of, like maybe there is a better way to it. But if we just jump right in without giving ourselves and our brain the space and the time to really kind of like let all of that float around and see like, oh, you know, maybe there is a better way. Maybe it's a different way than what I thought, you know. This isn't like woo-woo or manifesting anything. It's just really opening up yourself and freeing your mind to new possibilities that are out there because sometimes we get so locked into this little tunnel that we're like walking through we forget to lift up our eyes and look around and see that there is um that there can be different ways of doing things it's making space and time to process past events and allowing room for the future to unfold Not just being stuck where you were with who you were, how you were, right? Like we're always growing and evolving. So allowing that acceptance for who you were then and where you are now, but allowing the future to be open for growth, you know? So that's important as well. Sometimes it's just getting out of our own way so Jesus can work in and through us, right? Like God has a plan for us and oftentimes, you know, we relegate him to um, the passenger seat, right? Even though we'll say, Jesus, take the wheel. We only want him to take wheel when, when it's something's going wrong. Most of the time we're happy just like driving along with him just being a co-pilot, right? What we really want is for him to be in the driver's seat and for us to sit passenger but <laughs> not be driving ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I'm teaching my daughter 
how to drive. Um, she just got her permit. So this, this analogy really hits home because, you know, I'm trying to be calm and uh, the lack of control for this is, um, for me, is a struggle watching her drive and, you know, I'm hitting that imaginary break and put my hand up and, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. And I think now, granted, I'm not comparing my daughter to God, but I think we do the same thing <laughs> to God, right? Like when he is in the driver's seat, we're trying to like still control the process. So um, it can be hard. It can be hard. But like giving ourselves space and allowing him to do the work in our life um, can be more beautiful than we ever imagined in a more practical sense, right? Like space can look like physically getting rid of clutter and excess, you know, external clutter causes internal chaos and our body, mind, and soul really craves order of some sort. And when we're sitting here always looking at a place that, you know, right now I feel this in my life. I have piles everywhere. And this is a process I'm trying to, to even do is, so it's even creating a better physical space, making better use of the space that I have going through my house and getting rid of what no longer serves me, what we don't need. And then, you know, repurposing and making it different. So it's much more functional and open and peaceful, right? And you know, when you walk in and you, you know, see the kitchen piled up with dishes and laundry unfolded on the couch and all this stuff, it's like, you can't feel peace. You can't be creative. You can't be your best self because then all your brain is thinking about is all the stuff you have to do, right? Um, in an even more physical sense, like creating space and time for healing in our body, you know, our bodies were designed and created to heal themselves, but we have to give it the right things that it needs and the space to do it. You know, we can't just pop a supplement and then, you know, expect immediate results. For most of us, like where we are in our bodies took time to get here. So we can't expect immediate and miraculous healing every single <laughs> every single time when we try something new, new supplement, new exercise regimen, new diet plan. Like we have to allow the space for those things to function well in our bodies. And, you know, speaking of healing specifically, it is rarely linear. It is not a straight line. And that I can attest to in my own journey. It is definitely zigzaggy and crazy. Another thing we can do is give ourselves space from technology. Unplug. Close those tabs. I don't know, like, there's a meme going around um, at least it was a while back about, you know, with all the browser tabs open, like this is what my brain looks like. I don't know where the music's coming from. You know, honestly, I can relate to that. <laughs> that is exactly how my brain is and what my actual browser tabs <laughs> look like. I always have like 84 of them open. Drives my husband nuts. But that's just how I know to get back to things. It works for me. But sometimes when I do open up like Chrome and I see all of those open, it's like, oh, it can bring stress. And again, it externally, it's creating then internal chaos for me. So clean, take the time, close the tabs, clean out the inboxes and disconnect for a while. Be fully present, you know, in your life and do other things. Um, 
It is easy. We love our phones. I, I totally do. I use my phone for work. I use it for fun. I use it for a communication tool, um, you know, for safety. Like there are so many purposes and it can be used in a really good way. But regardless, we still need to take a break from it. It, it we need to put some space between us and our devices for sure. Making time and space for prayer, praise and worship. Like, how are you connecting with your creator? I've talked before about morning prayer routine for me is essential to how I feel and how I function. And I just feel like I'm plugging into my power source. And I just encourage you to do the same thing. Um, Obviously, I would recommend the morning because there's no better way to start your day. And then at night as well. Um you know, really considering the day. How did it go? What could I have done better? You know, um, anything that I need to do before move on, anyone I need to forgive, who, who do I need to talk to and, and releasing what you don't need to hold on to. And then just again, praising God for, for all of it. So, um, but again, you need to create that space for these things to happen in your life. Planning, you know, um, making space for transition times. This is a huge one for me. Like, for example, travel time. You know something takes you 30 minutes, right? Well, you shouldn't have 30 minutes as your leave time, if that makes sense. Like, you, you don't take into account traffic or anything that could go wrong or, oh, I forgot this or you know what I mean. Um, add in another 15 minutes create that time space so you can get to activities in an unhurried and unrushed state. So you're not stressed out trying to drive super intentionally and get there (laughs) as fast as you can. And then you show up and you're kind of frazzled and already on edge just from the drive there, you know. Um, And then even in all the different activities that you do, um, you know, just having, can you realistically get there? from, you know, this activity to this activity, um, making space for reflection. You know, I know even sometimes in the car, my daughter makes fun of me because I just, I wanted to be quiet. I love talking in the car. We have some of our best conversations, but sometimes like when we're jam packed and we're going from thing to thing, I need that space and transition time to be able to just kind of like process what just happened and then kind of prepare myself for the next thing. I'm an extrovert, so I do get energy from being around people, but I also do need those moments of like, it. it I get energy, but I also then have to like prepare myself for the next thing, if that makes sense. So if you're an introvert, you may need even more time in, in time of transition. I know, you know, my, my kids are teaching me about this. Um, I should have probably learned with my husband, but my kids are the one teaching me about um, what their needs are as introverts. Like, you know, they necessarily can't keep going or stay as long as me because it's a different energy exchange. So they... Um, when we have a lot of activities in a day, we're looking at like curating then what does that look like specifically? What can we change? What do we need to put on hold? What needs to be moved to a different day? Because there's just sometimes too many things. Um, as a homeschool family with um, middle school and high school kid kids, you know, 
we're full of activities. And so we're always trying to work together to meet all of our needs, um, make sure everybody's happy and well taken care of doing the activities that they need to do, but how can we do it better? Um, and again, that takes some space and, and really observing, um, listening, like I have to listen to them and, and understand. So that way they have their transition time, their recharge time. And I do too. So, um, again, very practical, but those things take reflection and observance and really creating the space for possibility and what, what can change? How can you change? You know, we are in charge of our schedule. We're not locked in. Um, if something's not serving you, change it. And I think what creating this space and time does is it allows us to just be and not do. Like, we are such a doing culture. I'm a doer. I get this, you know. But even something simple as protecting the first and last hour of our days um, to do the things like pray and reflect, journal, rest, um, prepare for the next day, uh, maybe listen to music, have a cup of tea. Like, what is it that we can do, um, you know, to create that space and time to allow us just to be the people we are without feeling like, We always have to be performing and producing and just on, right? Like what can we just sink into to allow ourselves to just be the people that we are? I mean, the goal of all of this, right, is is to take care of ourselves because most of us are taking care of other people. And much like self-care, this is not selfish. If we don't take space or make space for ourselves, what can we actually give other people? Especially like our kids. Like our families should not be reduced to the crumbs and leftovers of what we gave the world. You know, um, we need to, and we deserve better for ourselves as well. So we have to look at it in terms of like, creating the space for these things to help us function better and then we can serve from our overflow it allows us to be fully present to live in right order which is really important and then I heard this quote and it just again really resonated with me and I'll end on this is how you do anything is how you do everything so these little things um you know, some of these are just little tweaks that you can make in your day, but they can make a profound difference. And being faithful in these small things allows for us to um, build up trust with ourselves even, build up integrity and accountability. And then we know we can rely on ourselves. And then these little things that we do then eventually lead into big things. So um I really encourage you to explore this concept, like what space do you need to make in your life? What does that look like? Is it mental? Is it physical? Is it spiritual? All of the above? I mean, we are people that need to live integrated lives because we are not just all or nothing. And um, making the time and space for all of this to kind of 
I guess, integrate and assimilate into us and open ourselves up to what we may not have considered possibly. So what space do you think you need to make? I would love to hear about this or have you had an experience with this concept as well? I mean, this was just an incredible mind-blowing thing for me. Um, And I really was starting this past year I've mentioned in other episodes was a was a challenge for me. I, I love to do all the things and give of myself in many ways, but it was taking its toll. Um, and I'm trying to give to my family and to, you know, but I can't do all of it at once. And really, I had to make some hard choices this summer um, after some conversations with my husband and just really being in touch with how I felt. And I felt like I was not being true to me and it wasn't fair to my family or my kids and even though um what I was doing was all good but it's okay to make those hard choices and to realize like no I need more space I need more space in my schedule you know I don't I don't want to have to always feel on and I needed space to be in my home and with my family and in our homeschool and um I mean, it was pretty incredible when I stopped and thought about it. And, and it wasn't easy. It was really hard. It was hard for me to say no um, to things that I enjoyed doing. Um, it was hard for me to um, make other changes that needed to be made. But like I tell my kids, we can do hard things. And I believe in you. And I believe in me. <laughs> and I believe in you. So, um if you're on your journey or if this is something that is brand new information to you, maybe it will hit you like it did me. I mean, it just takes some time and space to think about these words. Where are you being called to make change in your life? Let me know. Connect with me on my website at hotmesshomeschooler.com. I'd love to hear all about this. And you can, um, on the podcast page on this episode, please feel free to comment and let me know. Um, I'm, I'm love hearing your stories and keeping in touch. So take care, have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. Head on over to hotmesshomeschooler.com where you'll find all the things connect with me on socials, check out the blog and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. I look forward to serving you. Have a wonderful day, and until next time, be alive and well.